Hello Watch Nerds and welcome back. This is your host Nico and today is December 20th. I'm in the studio alone drinking Yuhlamokka in a Finnish coffee cup. It's the end of the year and we are all ready to make New Year's resolutions. Promising ourselves to be better, to be fitter, to eat healthier, build better habits and prove to ourselves and the world that we can be better human beings. Probably that's why after the Polar episodes a few weeks ago, we got a bunch of requests to compare the top dogs from Apple and from Garmin. Apparently after Apple Watch Ultra was released a couple of months ago, the regular watch nerds got very, very interested. This is the most desired Apple Watch among regular watch nerds ever. This year, Apple shamelessly dipped their fat fingers in the outdoor sport performance wearable business and as a result somehow became a direct competitor to Garmin. Or did it? With the help of Kulta Center Finland, which is our sponsor today, more about Kulta Center later in the episode, we managed to get both Garmin Phoenix 7 and Apple Watch Ultra for testing and we spent time testing them extensively. Mind you, our team collectively only do biking, running, hiking, tennis, ping pong, and weightlifting. But we did test the watches against hospital equipment, and of course, mostly against the Polar H10 chest heart rate monitor, which is proven consumer-level benchmark among many top-level athletes, so it's very trustworthy. So... After testing both watches in same condition with the same sports and daily routines, here are our findings. I wasn't sure how to present this, uh, but Timu recommended that we do pros and cons about each watch and end up the episode with sharing experience and recommendation. And that's what we're going to do. Timu is very shy, so I will do all the talking, but he did most of the testing because he's much more active person. He has the healthier lifestyle. He does a bunch of sports. He runs very often. He plays tennis. I have played tennis with him. Not very good for my self-esteem. He does play golf. That's his main favorite sport. And he does do hockey from time to time. Now, let's start with the positives about the Garmin Phoenix 7. It does come in 42, 47 and 51 millimeter, which is very good. There is a flexibility regarding wrist size. It has been proven very durable, especially with the newest models with improved materials and improved uh, durability testing. It comes in new improved solar technology, better than the previous generation. It does have regular strap integration, meaning no special adapters are needed like for the Apple Watch Ultra. Battery life, 12 to 15 days in smart mode with about an hour of workout per day in our testing, but GPS conditions can drain the battery faster depending on the signal, the weather condition, uh, and the amount of clothing you have on the top. It has to be mentioned that there are so many workouts out of the box built into the watch no need for extra apps, no need for extra accounts, extra downloads and all that. So it's much more ready out of the box. And all those apps work 
great. Heart rate variability and recovery monitoring uh, is very intuitive, very helpful, give, gives me peace of mind. Uh, Timo also uh, attests to that, that uh, this is a very helpful feature on, on the Garmin watch. Then the display is always on, but it doesn't burn battery because it's transflective, not an AMOLED screen. Then it's much lighter than the Ultras, at least the one that we had, that 42mm one, which was, it was a just pleasure to wear. Such a comfortable watch, and especially when you sleep with that watch, this was just way more comfortable to sleep with. Uh, we'll come to that in a moment about the, sli the, the sleep tracking. Navigation and GPS use, in our use, again, was way, way, way more superior than the, the Ultra for one reason only, it has offline mapping and that offline mapping works like a charm. Then the software, way more stable in, again, depending on the, on the phone, uh, with one of the phones, the Garmin kept disconnecting. We don't know why, it was a OnePlus 10 or something. But then when we connected it to Samsung and to, to, to iPhone, no issues whatsoever. So we don't know what happened there, but then, on the Apple site, you either have an iPhone or not. Of course, there are some negatives. The heart rate accuracy on the Phoenix 7 was not as good as the one on the Ultra, but not far off either. And fit plays a big role here because Timo got much better results than me compared to the H10 uh, chest strap from Polar. He had it on a Velcro strap, I had it on a silicone strap. That probably played a role there uh, regarding accuracy as well. The sleep tracking is also not as accurate compared to the Apple Watch, uh, which has been proven to be one of the best on the market. But it has improved a lot compared to previous models, which I have tested with Garmin back in the days. And I think Garmin is going after much better sleep tracking uh, in the future. Until then... Apple Watch Ultra has the better sleep tracking. What I found problematic here is that the Apple Watch Ultra just have the numbers, but it doesn't tell you what to do with those numbers and doesn't tell you if those numbers are any good. So the sleep score on the Garmin gives you peace of mind and it does help you understand, can you train that day? What are you ready for? Now, price is also a bit high. I would put that as a negative but still cheaper than the, the Ultra. And I would say that this is a better investment if you are an active person because this is a better overall sport watch. Now let's talk about the Apple Watch Ultra. Starting with the positives. Best heart rate monitor on a watch up to date period. It has been tested by many and it was just confirmed by my testing. I was absolutely shocked how close it was to the H10 chest strap. And this is this is in a period of many days. This is not just a one or two testing. And then I did test it against uh, hospital equipment and I was shocked. I spent several hours testing against hospital equipment. This is crazy, but I had six watches with me. I had the newest Polar Gritex. I had the Phoenix 7. I had the Apple Watch. I had a Garmin SQ2. I had the Garmin Instinct Solar and, 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 and I had... Uh, the Vivo Smart uh, 5. And let me tell you, the Apple just kept being very, very accurate. The Ultra was accurate 2 to 5 beats per minute off deviation. The Phoenix came close 2 to 7 beats uh, beat per minute off. The Polar was 3 to 9 
beats per minute off, deviation. The Suntu was uh, about the same, a little bit more, 4 to, to 12 beats per, per minute uh, off. Then the Suntu failed miserably in the pulse uh, ox uh, measurement. It just it just all over the place. It was inaccurate the entire time. Then uh, the the Garmin uh, SQ2 was very close in terms of uh, heart rate monitor to the Phoenix 7. Of course, they have the same heart rate monitor, just that the material of the heart rate monitor is different. But the pulse ox meter was totally off. The worst performing here was the Garmin Instinct Solar 2. Both the heart rate monitor and the pulse ox were just terrible. The, the GPS was amazing, but who cares if the, the rest doesn't work. Uh, back to the Apple Watch Ultra Pros. Great for running uh, with the heart rate uh, zones and uh, the way I can design custom workouts. I like that. I like the wrist-based running power estimates uh, feature. That's a very, very nice feature for runners. A great screen, great GPS, great uh, Great watch faces, but they're a little bit limited. I wish more uh, flexibility when it comes to, to, to faces. Uh, Siri is great, but uh, not as good as an, on an iPhone, I have to say that. Getting alarms, texting, taking notes and all that all works very well and very convenient on, on, on the Apple Watch Ultra. The software is very convenient, well-designed. It does need some work uh, when you run that software is not good. I've been trying this. I have to stop, do the menu, continue. I don't like it, honestly. Another negative is the battery. This may be the best battery on Apple Watch, but this is one of the worst battery life on any smartwatch I have ever tried, except Apple Watch 6, which I actually liked way more as a watch for a bunch of reasons. Then uh, the alarm will not work if the battery is too low. I haven't figured the numbers, but uh, I, I have to charge it. Uh, if it's under 50%, I charge it a little bit so it gets to 50% just to be on a safe side. So, yeah, sp speaking of uh, being in bed, uh, the watch is so massive. Wearing in bed has be become an issue in, in the testing period. So I had to make a custom elastic strap so both me and Timu can can uh, use this watch uh, in bed because it's just so massive and uncomfortable and I see ton of people on YouTube praising this watch for sleep tracking I wonder how they get it do they strap it to their legs I have no idea I, ca I can't mention all the issues but the altimeter is buggy not all the apps work with the orange action button not all the apps work with the, the always-on display, like a work outdoors app. I mean, what's the point of having that app if the, it just makes no sense? It needs to work with the always-on display, and it needs to work with the action button. I hope, I hope future updates will fix that. Uh, the native swim app does not journal drill logs, and that's a must for swimmers. Uh, exporting swim data also... It, doesn't work properly you need a third-party app to to export properly that data no offline maps no gps native uh, logging and third-party apps are not as good as the one on a garmin and uh, 
the worst thing I, I think when it comes to Apple Watch is all the need for subscriptions on like every subscription needs on password on payment. I mean, uh, no, no, no. Timo did most of the GPS testing against the Garmin Edge 1040 Solar, which is an amazing piece of tech. And again, the results were a little bit surprising. In terms of accuracy, they're near identical. On the open trail, they were just the same. There was no deviation whatsoever on either of the three. The Ultra missed few corners in town when we tested it in urban environment it, it did some weird shortcuts uh, in two places but overall they were very close to the to the edge uh, by computer so no no complaints there now let's jump to design and size we had a very interesting discovery here um, i failed to mention that timo had apple watch 7 so it was very interesting to also compare the Apple Watch Ultra against the 7. And previously Apple Watch had this uh, pebble-like shape, they still do, case-to-crystal combo design, which I would argue was and is one of the most brilliant genius designs in terms of ergonomics, aesthetically pleasing looks, secure fit, and uh, it lays so well on the wrist for so many wrist sizes and wrist shapes. That's probably the reason it became so successful. And because of its size, the previous generation, in this case, the, the Series 7 that Timo owns from before, did slightly more accurate measurement than the Ultra against the H10 strap he was testing. And I believe this has to do with the fit. Because it's smaller, because it gets more snug on the wrist with, with the sport loop, it just gave better reading because of its size. So ladies and gentlemen, size do matter. Now, <laughs> now another thing I didn't like aesthetically was the plastic ring around the bezel. It's ugly, doesn't fit with the, the case design whatsoever it's actually quite distracting and i am afraid that this plastic ring will change color with time and it will become even more disturbing of a aesthetic feature of the of the case the crown guard section is also broad right down ugly it's not very symmetrical symmetrically designed it's so big i think this is one of the least apple thing apple has ever done I am a person that uh, cares about aesthetics of the watch and this did not look good to me. But before you think I'm an Apple hater or Apple Watch Ultra hater, let me mention this. I really like the accuracy of the heart rate monitor. I'm truly impressed with the sleep accuracy, the pulse ox measurement, which was so close to the, to the hospital equipment. I was absolutely stunned. The display is very beautiful, very vibrant, nice display, very bright, even in an in a outdoor condition. Uh, that, was, that came as a surprise, to be honest. And um, according to Tim, this is the perfect uh, watch for uh, people that do only running and no other sports. Sadly, though, I bike. I play tennis with Timu. Again, not good for my self-esteem. So for those sports, 
I need to go with Garmin. And that is what choosing such watch comes down to. Your own needs. The Ucho is definitely superior smartwatch with so many features. Very convenient, very flexible, great heart rate monitoring, great sleep tracking. But it's terrible for workouts. And you need to download all these apps that you need subscription for, you need to pay for. And they're not as good as the one on a Garmin. Except running. Also, it works only with Apple phones. And then, the battery is only two days. So for those reasons, I cannot recommend Apple Watch. Unless you're okay to live with those shortcomings. The Garmin Phoenix 7 has provided more all-around beneficial experience in my use and also for Timo. I will still get my notifications, although limited. I can still reply to some of the notification. The watch works with basically every every phone out there. The battery is amazing. So it just works for me. But you are you and you have to think and know what you need before you buy one. And when you do, we recommend buying yours from our friends from Kuta Center flagship in Tampere. Kuta Center Tampere is one of our favorite preferred places to buying watches. And we have talked about them so many times on this podcast for good reason. We feel in good hands with them. Kuta Center has great selection of brands like Rado, Seiko, Tissot, Montblanc, Voltiline and X-Leona, Demoto, U-Boat, Zin, and of course, all the premium line of Garmin watches, among many other sport watches. Kuta Center sells watches, luxury items, gift items, accessories, smart watches, and more, including pre-owned watches. Rolex, Tudor, Omega, Hoyer, Zenith, Panerai, Suf, and many more. If you're on a budget, Kuta Center has generous outlet section in their website, which is in Swedish, Finnish, and English, and they do ship all over the world. This is our episode for today. Thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you got some value from our comparison of the Apple Watch Ultra and the Garmin Phoenix 7. If you have any questions, if you want to know more, connect with us through DM on Instagram, and we're happy to answer your questions. Go check Kuta Center. We'll put all the details in the podcast notes. And until next time, remember what's beyond horology is time and people. Respect them both. Goodbye.